Hello, and welcome to the Genesis podcast. Um, I'm Ed Hatt. I'm going to be reading today from the New Living Translation, uh, Genesis 17, 1 through 14. I've been enjoying these podcasts, um, listening to them at night, and uh, I kind of write down uh, something that I feel like God has been speaking to me about in a little notebook, and then when I get up in, my mo- in the morning, I do a short devotional and do the same, and then on Sundays, I've been reading over all those entries for the week, and it's been uh, interesting for me to see some themes develop and some of the things that you know God has been kind of uh, saying to me. So my hope is, is that as I read this scripture and then uh, have a discussion, that if there's uh, something on that you know God puts on your heart, that you might take note of that. And um, I don't know what works for you. Um, maybe if you repeat that to yourself, or you write it down, or whatever you have to do so that uh, this podcast um, actually makes a a difference in your life. So let's get started with the scripture. Um, When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. Serve me faithfully and live a blameless life. I will make a covenant with you by which I will guarantee to give you countless descendants. At this, Abraham fell face down on the ground. Then God said to him, this is my covenant with you. I will make you the father of multiple multitude of nations. What's more, I'm changing your name. It will no longer be Abram. Instead, it will be called Abraham. For you will be the father of many nations. I will make you extremely fruitful. Your descendants will become many nations and kings will be among them. I will confirm my covenant with you and your descendants after you from generation to generation. This is the everlasting covenant. I will always be your God and the God of your descendants after you. And I will give you the entire land of Canaan, where you now live as a foreigner to you and your descendants. It will be their possession forever, and I will be their God. Then God said to Abraham, Your responsibility is to obey the terms of the covenant. You and all your descendants have this continual responsibility. This is the covenant that you and your descendants must keep. Each male among you must be circumcised. You must cut off the flesh of the foreskin as a sign as a covenant between me and you. From generation to generation, every male child must be circumcised on the eighth day after his birth. This applies not only to the members of your family, but also to the servants born to you in your household and the foreign-born servants whom you have purchased. All must be circumcised. Your bodies will bear the mark of my everlasting covenant. Any male who fails to be circumcised will be cut off from the covenant family for breaking the covenant. So uh, in this reading, did you catch Abram's response? (laughs) He didn't say a word, did he? Um, And the scripture doesn't really tell us, you know, why in the presence of God he fell face down. Um, But it does tell us his posture. Um, And in that posture, um, obviously that's a good posture just just to listen. Now, we're about a third of the way through uh, Genesis, and um, before I talk about these verses, I did want to do just a little recap. Um, Back in Genesis 13, uh, Abraham 
left the land that God had promised him and went to Egypt because of famine. And Laura reminded us, you know, just what a good shepherd that we have and how uh, he restored Abram and um, brought him back, you know, to the land that he had promised him. Um, in Genesis 15, God gave uh, Abraham this uh, promise um, that he would bring him a son and um, a multitude of descendants. And in verse 6 of that chapter, it says that Abraham believed the Lord and the Lord counted him as righteous because of his faith. And then in Genesis 16, Abram's wife um, is struggling because here they have this promise and yet she seemingly is unable to bear him a child. And so she comes up with this idea of having him sleep with their Egyptian servant and um, of course uh, their son Ishmael is born. So in Genesis 17, God comes to Abram and it says, I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. And Abraham falls to his face. Now, you might think after what happened back in Genesis 3 in the garden, you know, that God might ask Abram, um, where did this little boy come from, Abram? Did you forget the promise I made to you? But God doesn't do that. Instead, he makes a covenant with Abram to be the father of many nations, and he changes his name to Abraham. Now, Abraham's end of the covenant, to me, I mean, sounds impossible. Um, to serve the Lord faithfully and to live a blameless life. But God goes on to tell him that he will always be his God. Finally, he ends by telling Abram, that the covenant he must keep is to be circumcised. Painful, but doable, I think. So what kind of picture are you starting to get of the kind of man that Abram is, that the Lord calls him righteous, and the character of this almighty father that comes to him with this covenant? Some years back, I took up playing pickleball and I play just a couple of hours, you know, maybe twice a week. And I play hard. Um, you know, when I'm done, I'm like soaked um, with sweat. I have a lot of fun. But every time that I step on the court, my hope is to win, even if the odds seem a little against me. And um, I would say I win more than I lose, but on occasion I play, I'm, I'm, in, I'm unstoppable. Um, and then other days, you know, I'm happy if I just walk away with one win uh, before I leave. And I, I guess, you know, the reason why I share this is that I really think, you know, Abram always had hope in his God. And he not only believed that he was God, but he believed in him and he believed in his promises. And um, he doesn't, as we see in all these stories, follow him perfectly, but God continues to be his God and continues to be faithful. What I'm starting to see here is an almighty, all-knowing God who fully understands that we are going to be led astray sometimes. We are going to be impatient and try to make things happen. And what he is asking of us is to believe in him so that the Holy Spirit might circumcise our hearts 
Then when we aren't faithful, he remains faithful. And when we don't live a blameless life, he still is our God. What are you hearing about who you are and what God wants you to be? Let's pray. Father Almighty, thank you for your faithfulness to us, for your patience, and for your loving kindness. In Jesus' name, amen.